what is what have we have here? It's been a long time. To the left of you. What outdoor comments accept. So welcome back to another jumbled episode of Show Your Work Network. It's your boy Winston King Murphy Media. It's been a while, man. I hope everything's good with y'all. Hope all is good. Hope all is love. And um yeah, yeah, we had the trial of the century, and it was it was um, it was a lot of great trialmanship, a lot of great lawyer work. So you know, shout out to all the shout out to those who are free. Uh, shout out to the dogs that need to be free. Free the dogs, right, Larry? No, no. <laughs> we back. No, we're live. <laughs> What's going nah, on? Fellas? All right, no, 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 no. Now say that again. Say that again, Winston. We back. We live. Hey man, I don't regret shit. If you got your ass executed, you just got executed. You know what I'm saying? If you beat your trial, hey, I'm gonna give you a little round of applause. You know what I'm saying? But outside of that, ain't no remorse, nigga. Nothing. What happened, happened, dog. So, hey. hey listen, man. That's so. You take your child like a man. Hey, okay? Man. Beat the charge. You beat the charge, you beat the charge. And, and for the Otherwise, record, for the record, for everybody listening, watching, tuning in, subscribing, liking, sharing, telling a friend, tell a friend, we are not the motherfucking trial podcast. All right? This yeah. is... This is it. Do not expect us to have another trial next month, two months from now, all that shit, man. Y'all don't know what it took to make that episode happen. We made it happen. Shout out to the union. You know what I'm saying? We made that shit happen. That's it. Don't ask us about no trial. Don't ask me about no Hold on real quick. I got me. No, I didn't mean to do that. Go ahead. Don't ask me about no trial, no bracket, no nothing, okay? We just gonna have a summer full of great content. Yeah, no, no more trials, no more brackets, none of that shit. I am tired. This content, we hey, just know that we listen. We crazy, do very man. good That's with pre-scripted, we but we all know how to freestyle with the best of them. So yeah. let's keep in mind, whatever happens this summer, happens this summer. But if you think we're doing brackets and trials and fucking thesis discussions, no, no. I'm not yeah, editing all that, that shit. Ain't this. No. This the ain't summer's that. about the, the summer's about fun. Anyway, uh, it's good to have all four of us back here. I know it's normally, I know with life, you know, life be life, but it's good to have all four of us in the building at one time. So, you know. all right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's a uh, special <laughs> occasion. It's a special occasion. I know you should have played it. <laughs> I know, that's why I played it. Gotta be my bike. <laughs> mm-hmm. We back. Oh my god. We here. We back. Oh shit. All right. All right. All right. All right, Nelson. Do you want to tell the people while we are here, babe? I'll give you some Jeff's screen, man. Since you have a shirt on that's like reflective of why we're here. Oh, today's the uh, Carmelo Anthony appreciation episode. Mm-hmm. So we we in this podcast, unlike. Some of you other people on basketball Twitter, 
we respect Carmelo Anthony in this household, in this podcast household. Mm-hmm. So, Melo, <laughs> Melo <laughs> has a profound impact, you know, as an athlete, as a human being, all of us, we all fans, obviously, me being from New York, just in general. So, we figured, you know what? That was my favorite Young is young as favorite player, my favorite player. Everybody has love and respect hey, for Melo. So I said, why not why not make an episode about Carmelo Anthony? You know, he retired uh this past week after 19 or 20 years, however you want to put it. Yeah, let Granted, me let me pull up that uh that announcement video. Yeah, pull that. Yeah, we could pull that up. So we decided to do a little, you know, a little uh, you know, I think I think a segment was cool, but you know, why not just do a whole little episode about it, you know. And just discuss, you know, his uh his impact on and off the court and how much we appreciate him as a as a human being and also no. as an athlete. So yes, mm-hmm. sir. Shout out to shout out to the one. We're gonna get into a discussion. I'm gonna ask y'all some questions about Melo, you know, see where we stand as a as a people on this. But Absolutely. let's uh let's look at this announcement video. It's so why he put this song, man? We're gonna break this down, but like reading Melo's book, he was he is definitely God body, and like this, oh, is, his, this is his shit. So come on, man. Yeah, you saw man. a number he wore at the Knicks, and he still got the chain. Mm. 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 Why this song, man? First of all, let me just start off by telling y'all, as a nigga that wears cardigans and sweaters, if your sweater has a cuff on the wrist like that, that's how you know a nigga mean business. Like, that ain't no, that ain't no, I'm just sitting here chilling. Like, that cuff. I got something to say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got something to say. I remember the days when I had nothing. Just a ball on the court and a dream of something more. But basketball was my outlet. My purpose was strong, my communities, the cities I represented with pride, and the fans that supported me along the way. I am forever grateful for those people and places, because they made me Carmelo Anthony. But now the time has come for me to say goodbye, to the court where I made my name, to the game that gave me purpose and pride. But this bittersweet goodbye to the NBA, I'm excited about what the future holds for me. When people ask what I believe my legacy is, it's not my feats on the court that come to mind, nor the awards or praise, because my story has always been more than basketball. My legacy, my son, is in you. I will forever continue through you, because the time has come for you to carry this torch. So Kai, chase your dreams. Let nothing hold you back. Let nothing intervene. My legacy, now and forever, lives on through you. That's his clone, yo. And I'll always be proud of all that you do. Peace. We got to keep it real with reality, and reality gonna keep it real with us. I remember them good old days. Mm. I, I, I remember the good old days. Rest in peace to Papa Wu, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. 
Fuck all that. Nah, round of applause, man. That shit. Wow. That shit. My I had an EYBL game. I think it was today. And we're yeah, going. yeah. It was earlier today. Yeah. I think I put it up. I think I put it in the in the Discord too. He was going crazy. Yeah, he was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I ain't hey. talking about Bronny and tonight. I'm watching Cayenne in my time. Nah, see, this is gonna be the generation where the kids are might be as good as their fathers. Cause him, you got Bronny, Bryce, and Cayenne coming up, that's and that's like what in two, three years they're gonna start. And they're gonna probably D Wade's son too. D Wade's son too. too. Yeah. We'll um, be back in grocery. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's still no, he's straight. Like he ain't he ain't look, he ain't I'm not saying he Kyan or Brownie. Right? Okay, man. Z- Zaire, Zaire, bro. Zaire, Zaire, bro. Look at your CDL, bro. All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. See, mm. see, we try to provide black and brown excellence, Nelson. You see what these brothers do, you know what I'm saying? Like we try to be Murder, uh, death, they made it <laughs> the You gotta stop saying that shit, bro. <laughs> and you get that. You gotta stop laughing at it. It's death, destruction, murder, and mayhem. Murder, mayhem. <laughs> nah, oh, nah, my nah, God. Nah, I want Gucci to come for copyright. Let me, let me plug and say that that episode <laughs> is still on the Show Your Work Patreon, bro. Murder and mayhem, man. I'm with all the shit. And speaking of death, destruction, yeah. murder, and oh, mayhem, man. Shit. Right on motherfucking oh, time, God. man. What's up, Yo, <laughs> What's going on, fam? Live from the harbor. Yeah. How y'all doing tonight? We hanging in there, brother. Glad you could join us, my brother. We, um, Winston was making another I'm reference sure to, uh, Trapaholic 1 DVD, Death, Destruction, Murder, and <laughs> <laughs> Trapaholic. <laughs> Damn, Bro- son. Brooms, broomsticks, I'm with all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, we, oh, uh, man. we were, we just played the Mellow Retirement video, so I'm gonna ask y'all, how did y'all react when y'all first saw the video? Because for me, I was like, what? No! I swear to God, that was my reaction. <laughs> like, like, no! Yeah. At the same time, I was like, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to start. I'm going to go around. Uh, Winston, you go, then Nelson, then Zell. Um, We are getting closer and closer to the end of us looking at scout.com, rivals.com, the high school games. Uh, the ESPN games, the era of Eric Gordon destroying Michael mm-hmm. Jordan's children, Derrick Rose, LeBron <laughs> versus Melo, that whole time. Mm-hmm. We just coming to a close of that to that to that chapter of our of, of our youth. And it's like once once Braun and Chris Paul gone, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. we at a new level now. Okay. Nelson. Mm. Salute to a legend. Nigga, sad. What you expect? I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Mark Snell, man. That's the most I had to use that clip. That's my favorite clip of all. Sad. What you mean? I'm sad. In a fucking red room. That shit be crying. Nah. I was like, damn. Like, it's only, but not really. I was like, damn, this really happened. Like, he's really retiring. And this motherfucker needs ghost feet. All that I got is you to make it sadder. I'm like, Damn, dog! Like, come on, why? Like, I feel you, but shit. 
But yeah, it was just like, you know, another player we grew up watching is now chilling. Like he's done. Yeah. I, I kind of felt yeah. sad. I actually did feel sad in a way because like granted, he's my favorite one of them, if not my favorite player, but just him like missing a year and a half. I'm like, this he should have been at least top six or seven all time. Mm-hmm. Like he was 30, he's like 200 points behind Shaq. Like he would have beat that in, in two weeks or a month if you if you give him an extra month. But you know, I mean at the same time, like it's bittersweet, but it's you know, considering everything, the fact that he ended where he did, and is still one of the most accomplished players, considering the shit people have to say about him and you know what certain organizations did against him. That says a lot. So at least he was at peace. He seems at peace with it. He don't seem like, damn, I have to retire. Yeah. He's kind of like, you know what? Well, all right. Like, I'm done. It's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. So. All right, Zell. I'm going to let you go, and then I'm going to ask you a question after that. So I damn near shut a tear, man. I got no, the, for real. the notification. I see I'm at work driving, and I see it on the watch. I almost had to pull over. Like, what? <laughs> Niggas retiring? Baltimore legend, man. Mm. So it hit a little different, but I'm glad that he acknowledged his uh his outside baby in the uh in the video. <laughs> you just had to bring that up, huh? Family, 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 family. All right, Zell. Let me ask you a question. Did you feel? Because Winston mentioned a great point earlier about the end of an era, man. And I'm gonna be real with you. Uh. I know he's not a part of that era because he's a, he's older than Melo, but I really started to feel the end of the era, not even with Kobe, but really Dirk, man. Like, when I saw yeah. Dirk retire, that's when it mm. hit me like, damn, my favorite player that I grew up watching is really retiring. Because, like, I, I was yeah. old enough to see Jordan, but not really. So, really, Dirk, Nash, J-Kid, D-Wade, Melo, yeah. You know, being like these are all the guys I really AI. I'll come on, like these are the guys I knew. So, like when AI retired, it kind of felt like okay, they forced him out the league, kind of thing, right? Kobe, it was injuries, and it was like he's just done, he ain't there's nothing else for him to do. But that year, that because didn't if I'm correct, didn't Duncan retire the year before, and then it was Dirk and then D Wade the same year, so yeah, yeah. so. That's yeah. when I started to feel yes. like yes. Yes. Bruh, my yes. childhood really is gone now. And then it was really just Braun and Melo left because I, 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 I fuck with CP3, but as coming up, I did. But I it was really Braun and Melo as a kid, as a 10-year-old. That was like my two, you know. So, yeah, like I think Dirk was when I really started to feel like, man, this shit sucks. So. You know what it was, though? I feel like it's sadder, I guess, but it's like kind of cool because – they kind of knew it was time to hang it up. It wasn't like they was trying to fucking stage 80 comebacks, Paul Pierce, um, you know, farewell tours and shit. They were just like, yo, I'm not like, I know I'm not the same guy I was at my prime. Like, yeah, I could contribute, but like, at what cost? Like, I'm not going to sit here begging for 20 minutes. Like, I can't do it no more. And that's it. You know, we ain't, doing, we ain't pulling Kevin Garnett, the Paul exactly. Pierce, et cetera, et cetera. Mellows was just, uh, uh, a casualty of the bullshit. Like, let's be honest. But it just, you know, it wasn't like everybody else trying to force a farewell tour out of it. He, like, he legit, he could have contributed. It's just like, it's like, you know, all right, I'm done. I mean, well, I, well go ahead, Zell. Go ahead, please. What it, I was going to say what it is for me is when, like, 
you start seeing players that you watch when you was growing up retire and then they start becoming coaches and owning parts of teams and stuff like mm-hmm. you know because like and becoming commentators like yeah. when we come up like we see these guys as commentators and stuff and they coaches and like somebody older than you like your father or your cousin's older cousin something might be like oh yeah he used to play in the league you know like yeah he used to be nice so he was all right like let you like you look at him like this nigga just a commentator you feel me now we starting to see players that we grew up watching become commentators owning parts of teams coaching and i think Jason Kidd might have been the one. Like we seen people become commentators, like Shaq and Chuck and all of them before. Kidd. Jason Kidd becoming the coach. It's like might have been it's with this crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I'm gonna keep it real with you. It's you know, really you know what gets you know what gets me that makes me laugh about the shit is um just thinking about how because I was reading Carmelo's book and we're gonna talk about that in a minute, but the fact that Kenny Anderson and Jerry Stackhouse are both coaches and they're literally down the street from each other is crazy because Stackhouse is at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. And Kenny Anderson Ooh. is at Fisk. And Youngin knows Fisk Fisk is in that area of Middle Tennessee around Murfreesboro, oh, Nashville. MTSU, TSU, shit like that. So the fact that you got both of them guys down the street, hell, even in our in our city where we from, you know, Bonzi Wells is a coach at you know what I'm saying, the Moine Horn, and Penny Hardaway is the coach of the Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy to think about. You know, like damn, like you know, we grew up knowing Penny and you know all that. And now he's actually the coach of the Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Jason Kidd, like you said, is the coach of the team that drafted him almost 30 years ago. Like that shit is mm-hmm. that shit's insane to think about. So. Yeah, for everybody listening, yeah, we getting older and wiser. You feel me? So it's just crazy to think about. But um, yeah, yeah, that's who we are. Like and shit, we finna see the next level shit when LeBron retires because we know LeBron gonna own a team. So like, that's gonna be crazy to see. So they say try and get in there with the with the Las Vegas expansion. Yeah, because I mean Vegas, it's that's the last domino mm-hmm. shit with the with the Vegas with Vegas basically about to get the Oakland A's. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. like it's really yeah, Vegas is becoming East Oakland. Ninety-four feet of who? You said what? Mm. Oh what'd you, what'd you say, Winston? You said only needs ninety-four. I'll say if that's the case, then uh oh. Nah, bro, yeah. let me let me tell you something. You thought you thought the money was running through there before? Shit, it's about to run yeah. through that motherfucker now. Like shit, yeah, that team of arena about to be about to be crazier. Hey, young and I know Floyd, you said Floyd about to go crazy. Young and I know why you haven't gone to a Raiders game yet. I totally understand your reason, but man, nigga might have to go to Vegas hit one hit, hit all <laughs> three. <laughs> you know that that one sweet spot. Yeah, I'm about to say that's a September that's a, that's October. Like that yeah. September, October, where you can catch the NBA, MLB, and NFL all at the same time. Like, yeah, man, we might have to do that shit. Bro. I'm curious to know where the uh, the Vegas arena is because I know where the T-Mobile arena is. I actually went to Vegas. The Allegiant. That. Yeah, it's right. It's right by the Mandalay Bay. Okay. Yeah, but so it's on the strip. It's on oh, the strip. Shit. Yeah, it's like that. behind the strip, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I went there maybe 
two years ago, we stayed at Mandalay Bay, look out the window, and it's like right there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I that's think like said, um. Go ahead, relay my phone. No, so I think they uh, and I think they already got the land. They got the land and everything they need. Uh, for the baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find the schematics for that shit. Yeah, because I know AAA, I forgot what their team is now, but because it used to be the Mets team. Uh, the Syracuse, the 51s. Mm, 51s. And I think, they changed, I think they changed the team name again, but um, no, nah, because the funny part is I went to Vegas. The last time I went to Vegas, it was funny enough Memorial Day weekend as we're recording this. And I went to... That year was the I think the T-Mobile Arena's first like event was like a month after I went. So like literally, if you sit, if you go to the if you stay in the Monte Carlo, you can see it. Right. Like if you stay in the if you stay in the Monte Carlo facing the other side of the strip, that was that was where my hotel room was. And I saw like the T-Mobile Arena. Like they literally had like the fly. I think it was a USC event, was the first event there. Oh uh, yeah. You know, USC definitely. Yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, the team. I went there the summer, like, like they were like literally at like ninety nine percent done with the T Mobile Arena, T Mobile Arena. So I figured that's where mm. you know the basketball, the uh, the teams are going to be at. Oh yeah, team. The, the basketball games one hundred percent going to be the T Mobile. Like that's that's happening. Yeah. The only yeah. thing is, is that oh, yeah, yeah. Not, they just not going to have no. Uh, they just not going to have no. Uh, no Friday going to be the last game. They probably ain't going to have that many Sunday ga- Sunday and Saturday games due to Yeah, cuz all the are- fights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's literally next to the T-Mobile Mobile Arena is it's like it's more behind the Monte Carlo, but like it's kind of in between the Monte Carlo and the uh the New York New York. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. the fact that this I mean, baseball junk going to be right there by the MGM is is crazy too when you look at yeah. like the proximity like it's literally yeah, across the street like <laughs> Yeah, but go ahead, Winston. I was saying, I think the, the, what I think is needed for the basketball team if somebody's going to invest in a in a close uh, facility for a practice, like a close practice facility. They'll probably use the Thomas and Mac because that's the only thing that they need to build per se. No, not really. Out, they can out, use, out in that area. They could use. Well, I'm uh, talking about they could, for the uh, basketball team. They no, but they, they, could, they could use UNLV's facilities. Because they, they use it for the summer league. They use the Thomas and Mac, and I forgot uh, what's the other arena called. I think it's the Cox Center or something like that, or the Cox Cable Center, some shit like mm-hmm. that. So they can use either one of those arenas for practicing. Uh, and this is this is how I know uh, this is how I know some money involved. Motherfucker finna uh, the the Las Vegas A's field is gonna be the Tropicana field. Pepsi dropping that money. Mm. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag hmm. makes you think. You know, things make you go. Makes mm. you want. Mm. It's a lot of uh, like them hotels got like convention centers in them too. Yeah, that's what like, I. For them, miss- they the can sort of practice that for the baseball. I mean, for basketball, they could. But I ain't gonna lie, they run the risk of like too many people interacting with True. them there. So they probably going to – I wouldn't be – I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if T-Mobile Center has, like, some extra room in the cut where they could add that shit in there. I wouldn't be surprised if they were planning on that and just they could just probably add that expansion. Because it ain't going to happen for some years. They They could probably add it on site for real. They could do that. But you and I think UNLV is close enough that they could go there. Because, Young, don't – correct me if I'm wrong. Don't don't FedEx got the shit in there, like a little extra court in there? That's not on the main uh, 
basketball court for practice and shit? Shit, I think so. Mm -hmm. I I can't hear you, bro. What you say? Got to refresh, my brother. Refresh. Yeah, but but yeah, no, they they yeah, it's all good. I was gonna say they should they should have asked Rome to add that shit because anytime I I think they knew that when they added that shit because they had All Star Game there and shit like they got the room to add some practice facilities there. It's just with MGM dog like. You have niggas literally waiting outside to like, because you already got people that wait outside practice facilities now. You know what I'm saying? Imagine yeah. if they knew like a top ten NBA player was gonna be there every fucking day. Like that'd be that'd be wild. So yeah, no. Nah. But we'll see what they end up doing with that shit. Young and like, so yeah, to answer your question, uh, I don't know. I think it is one on like I think when you first walk in that bitch, I think it's on the right hand side. Like when you walk in the main entrance of the forum, I think it's on the right. It but. I think yeah, the Brooklyn has it too. Bro, I think the, the Nets have it. Funny enough, <laughs> near the hospital I was born at. Uh, oh, where? Yeah, they they practice in. So they're in downtown Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like by Fort Greene and like Carroll Gardens, and then they're the practice facilities in Sunset Park. They call mm-hmm. it Industry City. It's it's Sunset Park. It's just literally by the waterfront. There's nothing but industrial buildings there, and then like the hospitals, like the next block over, I think, or something like that. So right. I think so. Right. Uh, but so nah. Too. Yeah, I was going to say, um, and as I, I'll be right back, but I was going to say, when do y'all think that Vegas team will be uh, will be had? Like, when do you think that'll be official? What year? Mm. Y'all had to guess it, mate. Uh, was it 2023? LeBron has another year, 24, on Lakers contract. And some 20. They're going to make the announcement in 25. I was about to say the same thing, maybe 25, 26. Yeah. No, probably I'll say 20, yeah. 24, 25, or 25, 26, they'll announce it. And then probably 27, 28, 20, 29, they'll, they'll start. Because I think what they're going to do is probably do Seattle and Vegas at the same time and move two mm-hmm. teams over mm-hmm. to the east. I think they're going to try to. They're to move some teams to the east. Yeah. Uh, do you think? All right. I have a theory. Well, that, I think the NBA because thirty four is a, a weird number. I think they'll do thirty six, and I think that they'll um eventually end up adding like like you said, move some teams to the east so that it'll be even on both sides type of deal. And then like because Seattle, Vegas, and there's probably gonna be another one that they add in there. And then all you have to really do is just uh. Well, not, that makes two, so it had to be two more. Uh, huh. We'll see. I was just going to say, uh, timeline-wise, though, let's be real. Bron ain't retiring until 25 because of the fact that Bronny is – Bronny got this year coming up, 23, 24, exactly. and then you know Bron is going to do a Ken Griffey. So, mm-hmm. so, yeah. so I would say 26 would probably be – when they make that move happen, but shit, Braun got the Brinks truck for that shit right now, so it ain't even, you know, that ain't even, that ain't even a problem, so yeah, nah, all right, well, now that I'm back, uh, again, that was a good conversation, but man, let me pull myself on the Summer Jam screen, color money, please, all right, right. Camera, by the way. I know, I know, I know what I'm doing, brother, I know what I'm doing, My I have, I have, 
I went to go get Carmelo's book because that's what we're going to be talking about next, man. So for everybody listening, this is From Where Tomorrows Aren't Promised, A Memoir of Survival and Hope by Carmelo Anthony. This book is not that much, even on retail. You can probably find this book for like 10 bucks now. So highly recommend it. It was a really good read all the way through. So I want to give a big shout out to Melo and D. Watkins for that book. And Zell is here. So I want to ask Zell a couple of questions about the book that uh, only somebody as a native Baltimore resident could explain. So can you tell me about the Paradise Classic? I have no idea about the Paradise Classic. Okay. That might be above your, that might be before our time. Because he mentioned in the book is like one of those like Baltimore like basketball summer events that was like a okay. big a big event. Yeah. So. See, like it's a couple of them around like, but by the time like I was up, I was old enough to go out and like actually watch these games and stuff. They was, was the done. major one was at the major one was at the Mellow Center. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I got you. Okay. So and, yeah, no. and, and I think to add to both of you guys' points, you know, back then a lot of the best hoopers, the, you had you had to come through with three to seven pounds heavier to go to those sessions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be ready. Yeah. You gotta be ready. <laughs> but no, it was it was a good uh um, I like that reference. Like yeah. It was a good. It was good though hearing him like lit like not hearing him but literally reading him describe like Red Hook in the late eighties, early nineties. You know, yeah. for Black and Brown, and then even going into Baltimore. You know, which was a a cultural difference. Like you know, when dude took his uh, he was talking about when dude took his keys and was flinging them shits around like that, and he had to mom told him like, look. <laughs> you're not coming back in until you win. So you better go out there. And he was like, it's something about when you uh when your mom is watching you fight to give you that energy to whoop a nigga Ooh. ass. So yeah. Um just him describing his brothers, you know, it was a pretty good, uh pretty good stuff. I was dying laughing at him saying his mom, even though she was the biggest uh deaconess and church lady, loved going to MSG to watch WWF in the early 90s, like watching uh, Macho Man and Savage and Ultimate Warrior, Undertaker, all that. So that was pretty yeah. cool to see. Um, he, go ahead, Zell. Because, like, like, when Melo was – when he came down here, like, he stayed on Myrtle Avenue. Like, that's where mm-hmm. my cousin and stuff was – like, I basically grew up down there, right? So, like, my cousins and all them, like – really no mellow like that but they said like i don't want to say your name wrong but they said he had a cousin that was nicer than him at basketball would have made it to the league luck 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 his name was yeah but he had uh but his untimely demise before Mm -hmm. he could get that far you feel me yeah Mm. Yeah, he talks about him in the book like pretty because i didn't finish it but i I read a good amount and I, i I just this week's been crazy. Me tomorrow, I'll read the rest of it. But yeah, he mentions about like how luck was like better than him, but he was just like you know he was running around in the streets and shit, and then yeah, shit caught up to him. He was yeah, he was talking about how like his older brother, his blood, like his you know half brother, uh, just like just was cool and Wolf was cool, but luck was really the one that was like on it. But 
Luck was always caught up in the streets. Like he was always, you know, there's even a picture. Um, it's fucked up, but there's a picture in the book. And let me see if it'll pull up here. But uh, I might have to add it into the video. I'll add it to the video. There's a picture in the book, and it's of him. He's at um, he's chilling, and it's all like it's him and his brothers, you know what I'm saying? And luck, because he considered luck a brother, and it was like the night that he got killed, type shit. So Ooh. yeah, nah, it was between that. His stepdad being on uh being on heroin and you know him having to take care of him, you know, and then watching him die and stuff like that. It's like it's good to read books like this because all you really see is like you know, highlight tapes and you know, oh, he's the next guy with Braun. You really don't see like damn, my nigga was really going through through shit, you know. And even just seeing them talking about um just the differences, like in private school basketball versus like public school shit like as somebody who played private school basketball myself like went to a christian school like you know it's it's a great read he talks about when he was at townsend and uh they weren't trying to hear <laughs> they weren't trying to hear none of that five percent of shit they were like nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah they weren't trying to hear none of that they was like they they basically basically he even said he basically said like look you here because you black and you can ball outside of that Stay in line, you know what I'm saying? So it was good to see him um I'm talk about that. But I was gonna ask you, man, like they were calling his uh apartment complexes like the murder house complexes, what I'm trying to remember the name of them. Uh uh what's some shit's called? Uh Murphy Holmes. Murphy Holmes, yeah, they were calling them murder homes yeah. and shit. Yeah, like yeah, I'm gonna say if you, speak, if you could speak to familiar speak yeah. Jax. Yeah. It's yeah. a high rise, you feel me? Like it might have been like 17, 18 floors, you feel me? High rise joint. Mm-hmm. Like apartments lined up and then like just a big gate on the outside. So like you could go out your door, walk up to the gate and look out, you feel me? Mm. But yeah, it was it's the projects, man. I mean what can you say? Like it, it goes down down there, like to the point where like they might find a body in the incinerator, like once a month type. Yeah, because he, he said when he first moved down there, like the first week he was down there, was a, a young girl around his age that came from the Bronx, and they found her in a trash can. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that first week, so. That just goes, but I mean, we all we all live in the South, been around the South. Like, man, anytime you see homes, gardens, shit like that, man. Yes. yes. Houses. Hold on, hold on. Houses. houses. We got, what we got? Houses. Houses. Got gardens. Homes. Heights. 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 Uh, help me out here, youngin. Uh, Terrace. Lake. Yeah. Lake. Oh my Lake. God. Yeah, Lake. Lay with a lake, with a tree, whether it's just tree oh, by itself, roads, bridge. bridge. Ooh, oh, yeah, out here, bridge, but James Bridge, man, Queens Bridge. Oh, my goodness, High Bridge, Kings Bridge. Or, oh, oh, I got you, I got you, and don't let it have park in the name either. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Or <laughs> we got a spot. Park Village. We got we got a spot here called Park Heights. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely going down. Hey, <laughs> Winston, all three. Hold on, Winston, all three. 
One, two, three. Death, Death destruction, destruction. Murder. murder. <laughs> this that's how that's you Gucci, spell it. That's Gucci Mane's fourth horseman. And the crazy thing is, murder. that's where Pimlico okay. is. Damn. That's where like they have the preakness in yep. Park Heights. Yep. yep. Mm. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, nah, man. But it was it was a good book. Uh only thing I will say I wish he got more into was more of his transition into um like from him going from Oak Hill to the pros, like you know, him going from Oak Hill to Syracuse to the pros. He kind of breathes through that. And I get it because the the beginning of the book is heavier. Him talking about his brothers and you know, his yeah. dad passing and even yeah, the like- story. Go ahead, young. I'm going to cut you off, my brother, because you actually read the book. But it's like that transition. Yeah, we ain't see everything, but we kind of seen it. We kind of had access to it. Yeah, but I'm going to be real. Like The reason I say that is because the detail he was given before that, I kind of wish mm-hmm. he gave more detail that we did. Because there's stuff in there that we didn't see that he talked about. You know, right. um, like even when he was at, talking about when he won in Syracuse, he said, Bayham closed the door. It's like, so what you plan on doing? He's like, man, we're gonna run it up another year. He said, man, if, and he said, Bayham said, and I quote, man, if you don't get the fuck off my campus, if you don't go to the ghetto, he said, said yeah, yeah, told him, bro, what, you, what you mean? <laughs> he was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, look, you're getting off of this campus, you're going to the league, and you're getting the fuck up out of here. If I see you on my campus, I'm kicking you out myself. Like but yeah. I think that's also because Carmelo made that promise to himself, like, oh, if we win, I'm leaving. And then well, me, I'm at the remind him, like, yo, you could talk about it in the book. But he in a way, it, he, he was like, yo, go ahead. Like, in the book, he talked do? about it. He was like, you know, he could have went pro with Le- like the year before, but he knew he didn't have the weight that he needed. That, like you said, that seven pounds you got to add on Winston, he knew he was lanky, so he added yeah. so. He was saying like he had to, you know, he was basically doing it to make sure his draft stock wouldn't went crazy because obviously he everybody knew Braun was gonna go number one when they got yeah. it that year. So yeah, it was some it's other things that, that they didn't know that they had footage in, in Serbia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he talked about that in detail. But go ahead, Zell. I was saying it's crazy, like you said about adding that seven pounds, adding that weight. Like Melo used to be skinny, like. A stick, you feel me? And I remember seeing him. Then I guess when he left, I ain't seen him for a while. And then I'm down there, murder at, at my art house, and the McDonald's game is on. Mm-hmm. And he at the free throw line, and she like, "There you go, right there." And I'm like, "Nah, no way, you feel me?" Because he was way bigger, mm-hmm. yeah, man, than he used to be. And like for him to still have to put on some more weight before he felt comfortable to go to the league is crazy yeah he talked about it because like he said he was talking about the growing pains and how you know he went from from little cello to you know mellow you know what i'm saying that we yeah. know so yeah. yeah nah um that was interesting he, but he talked about the draft too he was like you know larry brown was like all in his face like yeah man we're gonna bring you on da, da, da. said they drafted darko he was like bad <laughs> he said <laughs> He said, man, my family is here, man. You told me. <laughs> so I wish he would have got, because the book is only like 200 pages. I wish we would got an extra 50 pages, basically, on them last two chapters. Because there's some interesting stuff there. But you The know. biggest what if in NBA history is what if Carmelo got drafted to Detroit. 
three rings. Mm. Yeah, three rings. Three of them hoes. Because Dago got the, the first ring. Yeah. Out of that draft mm-hmm. class. Pass, passing Gatorade. Passing Gatorade. Yep. Riding bench. Like that, that's yeah. crazy how that how that turned out. And then it, it, it's even crazier because we in Memphis always remember that because that was supposed to be the Memphis pick. And so mm-hmm. that went to Detroit. So we like, damn, we like and you hear Grizzly fans all the time talking about man. We could have had Melo. We could have had D-Wade. We could have had Bosch. We could have had somebody that year. And I forgot who the Grizzlies ended up drafting. I think it was – was it Dante Jones? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Year. Out of Duke. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he had that yeah. one year at Duke. But um, and he and he had ball because I think – wasn't him and uh, Luel Ding the same year? Uh, Well, that was, was there around the same time. But, yeah, I think I think was, Ding may have came the next year. Yeah. Now I'm looking at this. I mean, and then I'm just gonna pull up the 03 draft for us to look at. And I was like, the 03 draft is really the first NBA draft I really remember like that. Cause I remember like the Yeah, he talked about it. He said we uh he said we all had on them uh the Steve Harvey suits. I had on the <laughs> LeBron the had on the cream I had on the cream suit and I he, I had on the gray suit. <laughs> yeah. Cause he he may be from New York, but he does have that that Baltimore accent. So yeah, like again, look at this. I mean, look at this lineup, man. Chris Kamen, Chris Kamen, dog mm-hmm. Heinrich, dog Heinrich. Heinrich. Yeah. Heinrich was hooping. TJ Four T- 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 was on the cover of a Two K, the college yeah. show. Yeah, big yep. ass shorts, motherfucker. <laughs> Shit like a Mario suit with them shorts he had on. Yeah, Michael Petrus, Nick Collins, like, him and Mike Jarvis Hayes, Lou Rittenauer, Marcus, Marcus mm. Banks, which got traded to Boston, I think, for Dante Jones, Luke Rittenauer, Troy Bell, as I do remember David Troy West. Bell, David West, Sasha Pavlovich, Pavlovich. Dante Jones, mm. Morris, Morris DL, Travis Outlaw. Yeah, hey, hey, from out here, Brian oh, Cook, Carlos Delfiner, Delfino, excuse me, Perkins, Leandro Barbosa, Josh, Josh Howard, Howard. Jay Ho, legend, Jason yeah. Capona. Look, look at the Jason Capona, Jason Capona, Luke Walton. Look at those Jerome Beasley. That's another Steve one. Blake, man. Luke Steve Walton. Blake. Luke Walton is another one that he came in for a hot second and then he was coaching real quick. Yeah, no, nah, he he just he was cool, but man, he just couldn't. he got his ten years in, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. He he was smart with his. Damn, so, look at the Knicks draft page. I, I I don't think I seen. I don't think I saw the other dude play. I seen Michael Sunya play. That's a waste of time. Willie Green, Blake. Willie Green. Zaza Pachulia, Keith Ooh, Keith Bogans, Matt Bond, Matt Bond, Mo Williams, Mo Will, Mo Will, James Jones, Kyle, Kyle Corver. Whoa. Dog and then the undrafted bro. Earl, shout out to Earl Barron, man. Memphis Tiger days, man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Was, once a Nick, always a Nick. Earl Barron, Jose Calderon, yeah. Calderon, Marquis Daniels. Wow, hey, that's hey. a name. David Stern's NBA, bro. Marquis Daniels, bro. <laughs> Josh Powell, Quinn Ross. Let's go down. Dog. This is an interesting. Theron Smith. 
Theron wow. Smith. Smith. Well, oh. hey man, that, that that might be the greatest up and down draft class. Nah, dog. <laughs> uh, nah, Marquis. Every time I see Marquis Daniels, all I think about with Marquis Daniels, all I think about is I just see dreads, rich boy mixtapes, and floaters. That's all the things I see. You remember? I see. Is you that, remember Marquise Daniels had that chain with the with, with like his his own head with like yes. the dread? Yes. <laughs> like the oh, dress yeah, move. Yo, what I'm telling you is David Stern seen Marquise Daniels and said, oh no, suits is in effect. You niggas wearing suits. <laughs> yeah, you niggas wearing suits. Marquise Bring out the goddamn Daniels. suits. Tired of this shit. Man, said, matter of fact, matching uniforms at all-star games, suits, all this shit. <laughs> Y'all ain't even get the thug out of Nikes no more. Reeboks, nigga. Fuck this shit. Marquise Daniels, bro. God damn. That's a name. Shout out to Marquise Daniels, wherever you at in life, brother. But, man, you came in on pure bullshit, bro. And again, I was listen. He he was on the Mavs at first. Zell, remember? Then he went to the Pacers. I used I used to kill with Marquise Daniels on the game. Man, what? Daniels, legend. Bruh, Marquise Dan used to come in when Nash and all used to sit down and then light that bitch up for a quick 15 and sit right the fuck back mm-hmm. down, man. Like, there's one thing about Mark but he gonna keep a nigga on the team. He gonna keep at least one of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> from Marquise Daniels to Josh Howard to later on, we had... uh, uh started gonna... with Mike Finley. Nah, nigga, I'm talking about... like Okay. Michael Finley, yeah, yeah, love Michael Finley. He's an African American. Marquise Daniels, Josh Ooh. Howard, Monte Ellis, some niggas, some niggas. <laughs> especially the ethnicity is nigga, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I get tight though when I see Marquise Daniels. It's like, bro, we really—if the refs literally did not bribe, the, like the mafia didn't bribe that motherfucker. We really would have won that 06 series, but hey, it is what it is. As we record this, the Heat might give up the draw, so, you know, we shall see. But I'm going to warn y'all now, if the Heat give up the draws, hey, man, this guy right here will be the most insufferable motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> I feel like, you know what it feels like? I feel like, uh, you know that Wario mean, I've won, but at what cost? Because I have to watch the yeah, Boston Celtics and Miami Heat. As a Knicks fan, nah, man. That's... But I was right. It, listen, if they lose, I was right. So, you know, I don't take any solace the fact that, like, I'm, I'm not rooting for anything. But you know, I was right. I'll just keep it at that. Ooh. I mean, Miami I mean, giving up Miami giving up draws. That sounds like Miami. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna say this when it's when it's still fuck both of y'all. I mean, it's it's fuck both of y'all. Like you know, I, I win either way because what somebody gonna lose? You know what I'm saying? Like that's exactly. how that's how. That's how it goes, man. Now, now, well, shout out to some... shout out to Red Hook, shout out yeah. to Red Hook also. You know, mm, yeah. so. Brooklyn. That was it's funny because I know exactly he named the apartment. And I was like, I know exactly mm-hmm. where that is. Shout yeah, to he, he was talking about how uh, you know the front of Red Hook is where you know us where we at, but the back of Red Hook is where all the racist shit goes down. Mm, you know? Yes. So yeah, so I, I haven't there. seen I haven't seen. Uh, I told y'all before, I've like it's a it's a couple fun fun movies I've never seen before. You know what I'm saying? That's been a long time since I've seen them. Um, mm-hmm. Was do the right thing based off Red Hook? No, best that best style. Okay, ah, I got yeah. you. Okay, nah, Red Hook is more. So Red Hook is like on the water. It's mm-hmm. like 
it's weird because it's 10 to fit like literally it's 10 if you took the bus it's like mm-hmm. 10 to 15 minutes from downtown brooklyn if you drive it's like 10 to 15 same thing um but then like you gotta walk to the train from where you at because the closest train is exactly. smith and ninth which is the f f and the g train so okay. that's like more carol Gardens. that's where that's like the affluent part of brooklyn but red hook is also a neighborhood that is one of the neighborhoods that dealt with gentrification too so because it was not when he when he talks about he grew up there it was not a good neighborhood at that time it's gotten better yeah but well, and, uh i, I do like a good neighborhood i do like i do like mellow's new yorkisms like the way he put over the young lords and was making them seem like they were just like you know they they did do good but it's like um it's like when people tell certain histories on like p-stones and like you know gangster disciples it's like yeah, but there are some things. However, however, I mean, yeah, he no, wasn't he wasn't wrong about them. No, he was no he no he wasn't wrong. But what I'm saying is, young lords turned into later on, you know, some whole other stuff like you know, low life and all that. Which mm. you know, what I'm saying. Well, yeah, and, the the kid the kids of young lords started doing all that. That's what I'm saying. Like young lords, his, was great. his kid, like the generation when he was a kid. That was the that yeah. was the, that was the, the, yeah. the, the deviation. That's deviation. what I'm saying. The snow niggas was getting killed over the snow beach jackets. Point. Yeah, like Crazy. also that's how I know Melo's a real New Yorker and a real East Coaster. For we uh he was talking about how um the old basically the old wino in the neighborhood used to boost candy and like basically they used to go and uh sell candy, hustle that shit. So he'd take them to like Marshalls to get, you know get flea get polo shirts and you know hill figure and shit like that you know niggas that you know niggas like you know what i'm saying but he was like they used to try to get them he said and i quote he was like yeah he tried to get me to get some chaps but i said i could never you know i could mm. never wear no chaps because you know chaps stands for could have had a polo shirt could never so <laughs> could never so yeah no nah, that was that was good to yeah, see him man. talk remember, about remember that, when so. neighborhoods used to have local drunks they don't got that no more man oh um, Bro, now be now your smoke. best friend, bro. Like now bro. it's now it's smoke shops all over New York City. Man, look, be, look, the local the local junkie, bro, would literally be like, "Hey, man, what you like? No, nah, man, get your ass in the house, man. Get your ass in the house, man." Like knowing he finna go do a whole line in fifteen we'll minutes, bullshit. bullshit. Yep. But he's still telling you, nah. Well, he told you, yeah, because I think I don't know if he changed his I don't know if he changed his OG's name. But I know he said his OG's name was Big Hand Wood, and he was saying that Big Hand Wood was like the guy like that was really running the shit over there in the uh, Murphy homes. You know what I'm saying? He would be like, "Yo, Mello, your mom's calling you. Get your ass in the house." You know what I'm saying? Or, "Hey, you know, you trying to go to the skating rink? We finna meet up and and air this bitch out." You know what I'm saying? Get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? So that's the that's the thing. It's like when he was like, "Cause like, all right." Murphy Holmes was like at the end of Myrtle Avenue, like Myrtle Avenue is Long Street. Then like right mm-hmm. at the bottom of it was the projects Murphy Holmes, right? So mm-hmm. when he was down there, like niggas knew, like, cause like he was going, like you said, he was going out Towson to go to school to hoop. Mm-hmm. Niggas was taking him to basketball practice and stuff. Niggas knew that, like mm-hmm. he had that talent, so they would always look out for him, like make sure he don't get in no trouble. And then later on, you know, when he got when he was like stop snitching uh DVD, he was fucked with the niggas from a different hood called White Lock, you feel me? And they was the niggas that just wanted to 
they knew yo was nice and they just wanted to put the money on yo at the at the game. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was talking. He was somebody. He was mainly running it up at like Robert C and you know different like you know gyms and shit out there. But then it was really when he went to Townsend where he had to you know get it. Sure, he was talking about how you know how racist they were, like how they wouldn't even let him really get varsity and shit like that until they told him like you know he was like Oak Hill really changed the shit. But he even said like his old like he told his OG like you know hey man I'm trying to get up out of here. I know y'all finna go to Vegas this weekend. And so she was like, nah, little nigga stay in school. And OG got killed. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that shit, that shit there was uh, crazy to think about. Because Towson's um, like north of Baltimore, right? Yeah, like, all right, like, Baltimore is the city, you feel me? It's, it's like, like the side, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the only city in Maryland. Everything else is like a county, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, Baltimore is right there in the middle. You feel me? And then like outside, like a surrounding right. Baltimore, Essex Baltimore County is County, going you up. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like Towson is like up. Like so, if you go from Baltimore, you go north, like maybe like 10, 15 minutes up one street from downtown. Uh, like if you go up like any exactly. street for like Charles Street, York Road. You feel me? You go up and you in Towson. Oh uh, shit! That's like, yeah, I was gonna say like, it's kind of a suburb, but it's not really a suburb. You feel yeah, me? I was say that's, it's got that's like good. a college area. That's it. I was gonna yeah, say, young and that's like that's like uh that's like Raleigh and Millington. From from what he described, because like from where we at, you know what I'm saying? Like if you in Memphis, because Raleigh's tech, Raleigh's is Raleigh considered Memphis? Because like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, Raleigh's considered Memphis, you know what I'm saying? But if you go up 10 minutes up the street, you in Millington, and that's, like, that's the that's where I'm mm. from. That's, like, that's the country. It's a base town, you know what I'm saying, Navy base town and shit. So, like, it's a suburb, but it's also, like, it's it's considered a city, but it really ain't no city, like, what you think of when you think of a city. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. It so. wasn't – Towson wasn't like this when – back when he, the time he was talking about, but, like, now – you feel me? Like Towson got a mall, and in that mall, it's like the regular. It's a it's one big mall, but like one section is like the luxury section. You feel me? Like they got like mm-hmm. a Louis store and over there and shit like that. You feel me? So like I let you know, like Towson got them uh, apartments that might cost you like twenty one hundred for a two bedroom. Mm-hmm. So like it's kind of the suburbs because like you're not going to move out there unless you got the money to live out there, but it's not really the suburbs because it's niggas out there. Uh, I got yeah. you. I got you. So yeah, no, I think, uh, and it's I, real close to where niggas, niggas be at. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But, you, but yeah, them niggas. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you more about that off air. Yeah. I would talk to you more about that off air, but Nah, shout out to shout out to geography. Uh, you know we love geography <laughs> here on Show Your Work. Shout out to geography. Shout out to Red Hook. Shout out to Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Shout to shout to homes, gardens, parks, trees, terraces, terrace. Oh Lord, not the terrace. Shout out to the terraces. Yeah. All right, so that's really all I had on the book. I definitely recommend y'all checking the book out. Like I said, that book, I'm going to look it up right now. That book can't be but $10, $15 now. You know what I'm saying? Because 
it's been out a little minute now, so it's not like it's uh, gonna cost you a, a pretty penny like that now. Like I'm looking on Amazon right now, you can get the um, you can get the four, you can get the book, the hardcover like I got for fourteen dollars. So that ain't mm. that ain't shit. Nigga gonna oh, spend yeah, that on a, on a Wendy's combo. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, exactly. nah, I, but it's a it's a good book. Like I said, I would definitely recommend getting it. Um, even if you don't have that, I would even say uh, do an audible trial. Like listen to the audio book. You know what I'm saying? I was that just looking up. I was just looking looking it up now to see if it's on Audible. It definitely, yeah, is. it's on Audible. So yeah, and that book has been out for a minute, but it's still in the top of the of the basketball shit. Because you know, obviously, Kobe, Phil, Knight shit always gonna be at the top. Like that's just you know. You know, Shoe Dog is always gonna be. I'm, I might have to read Shoe Dog down the line and discuss it in the episode. Like that's always gonna be one of them books that like is always brought up and shit. Mm. Yeah, but no, I think Stephen A. just came out with a book. I'm looking. I see. I'm on it. I see Kenny. Kenny Smith has a book for some reason, but uh, let me not show Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Smith. <laughs> let me not show. <laughs> like, nah, nah. But shout out to uh, Carmelo's book. Now, um, I am going to ask this before I get into some questions as we uh, get ready to wrap up. These questions going to make y'all think. I'm going to ask a funny question. Zell, are we getting a uh, Carmelo drink? Mm, I can make that happen. I think you should make that happen. Can make I, that think, happen. I, I think you should make that happen. Y'all heard nice. it here first. Yeah, because I don't think... For our generation, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mellow's our guy. I think a, a Stay Mellow drink would be fire. Might, yeah, I think, might do some traction. I think we can make, we can make that happen. Yeah. The wheels are turning. Yeah. And when, you, and when you do, you know what I'm saying, let me know so that I can, you know what I'm saying, make sure I add it to my little notebook, you know what I'm saying, for the... Yeah. All right. So we, we talked about book. Now I gotta ask y'all some questions, man. All right. Whew, this is gonna be hard. All right. Let's start off with none of these are easy. All right. Color money, please. Where in the ranking of small forward history in the National Basketball Association do we rank Carmelo Anthony? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. That's a good question. Oh, um, nah, uh, right, let's think of small forward. Let's think of automatics. So, oh, here, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to make it easy on us. I'm going to make it easy on us. I'm going to share a, a mm, article was... that has the top small forwards on there. And a lot of this shit is going to be older cats, but let's just see where we put Carmelo, after looking at these automatic, games. automatic for me, you got. Hold on, so let me let me go from the top, young. And hold on, let's let's look at this real quick. Hold that thought, please, my brother. Ooh. All right, so y'all see, and no, and I'm just, and this is this is hoops hypes list. This is not our list. We literally just gonna name these names, and then we're gonna go ourselves. So they got LeBron at number one, Bird at two, yes. KD at three. Yes. Dr. J at four, yeah. Elgin Baylor at five, Pippen okay. at six, mm-hmm. Havlicek at seven, Kawhi mm-hmm. at eight, Rick Barry mm-hmm. at nine, Dominique mm-hmm. Wilkins at ten, 
James mm. Worthy at 11. Melo is at 12. Paul Pierce is at 13. Alex English is at 14. Paul Arizon is at 15. I think, yeah. Bernard King is at 16. Adrian Dantley is at 17. Paul George is at 18. Billy Cunningham is at 19. And Jamal Wilkes is at 20. Now, respect to the legends, but I'm going to go off of my era. Um, Because me not seeing Vince Carter or T-Mac up here is kind of, you know, triggering, but I get it. But I'm going to ask y'all, in the National Basketball Association, segregation. Where do y'all have Carmelo? <laughs> and I'm gonna start it off with my brother Youngin. All right. If Youngin is mm. not going to respond, mm. I'm going to start off with King Murphy Media. Maybe something happened with Youngin. So and it, and this is just small, just small forwards. Just, just small forwards. Just small, seen. just small forwards. Small forwards. Mellow top ten. Mellow top ten. Just sticking off the off the off the top of the dome. He's flirting with the top five. Who is your five? Um, right now, I have to go with uh, Braun. Um. Mm-hmm. Dr. J, Scotty Pippen. Mm. Um, I I guess you gotta do Larry Burgess to me to me accolades. Uh, yeah. mm. and then, and then that's where you get to the tie of like the James Worthy. But well, I put Vince Carter as a small forward. I mean, as a shooting guard, I put T Mac as a, as a three. So. Okay. I got Mello over over T Mac, so he might be flirting with number five, five, six, seven. That's where Mello's at in, in my top ten. Okay, all right, I, I can respect that. All right, Nelson, what about you? I would swap him with Dominic Wilkins at ten. He cracks the ten. I that list I don't have Kawhi that high. Like, I, I, you, I, yeah, I you can argue Kawhi. So he would, if I had to put him, because like I would, I ain't gonna hold you. I did not. Jesus Christ, my iPad fell. I wouldn't watch one fucking John Havlicek play in my life. Like, no disrespect to John Havlicek, but yeah, I put him at seven eight. But and even on this list, I mean, like. <sighs> Yeah, I'm not like all we know literally is have a check stole the ball. That's all the fuck we know. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's all we fucking know God about John Havlicek. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, I put him. He's in, he's. In, I don't think he should be lower than ten. Because I swap him with Dominique, and I, I've said that before. And people were like, "Oh, you fucking bugging." And I'm like, "No, I'm not." Nah, I Just think not, I would shit. I, there there was an argument that people said Paul Pierce is better than him. I said, "No, he's not." <laughs> Hell no, <laughs> bro! Literally, listen. At we, Earl's not on this podcast. Shout out to Earl. Thank Boy, God. Earl and I used to talk about all the time. Yeah, cause y'all, cause y'all got y'all problems. That <laughs> no, because Earl be trying to tell me about some of these cats pre-segregation stats that I don't care about. Y'all. I was like, fam, I, mean, like, I don't care. Respectfully, either, respectfully, yeah. Earl. I'm just, I'm just joking, Earl. But my nigga. I'm sorry. 
I love like Rick Barry was an offensive guy, but Melo literally did what Rick Barry did and better to me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe Rick Barry, Barry is a better passer, but that's it. Like, yeah, continue yeah. though. But shout I shout to I, fearless just, leaders. Yeah, shout to them. But shout to Morrow. But yeah, I just think that like Carm- yeah, Carmelo, I would yeah, he'd be no worse than 10 to me. I can I mean, understand the Kawhi thing. I can I get it. Uh Havlicek, I mean, like I said, okay. Uh who do they have in front of him? Who was the It was James Worthy, Dominique. No, no, number nine. Not not worthy. Nine was nine was Rick Barry. Ten was Dominique. Yeah. Eleven was James Worthy. Yeah, he, he's in the seven to ten range, depending on preference. Okay. So you got I'd swap him over you, Dominique. You got, you got Elgin Baylor over Melo? Let's get negative. Let's <laughs> get negative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, hold on. Because that here's is, the thing. I'm not going to lie bro. to you. Them no, no, Elgin Baylor's numbers is crazy, bro. They are. That's why, that's like, why I asked, like, hold up. Bro, like, this motherfucker's knee just one year fell off his fucking leg. And then, like, his stats just fucking... Like literally, if you look at Elliot, it's like 20, 22, 24. He had like a 30 point. Yeah, but 20. But yeah. But who was my man playing? That <laughs> see, it sounds so man. good when you say it, bro. But when I yeah, say it, it's it like, sounds I'm great. Fucking, I'm the evil nah, guy. I'm the, he, I hate these like, niggas. <laughs> you like Mel, nah, but Melo and Elgin Barrel is a good argument. Because you can't man. you can't no, here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why. You can't because now now NBA Twitter is oh if you didn't win a ring, you ass. Oh, I'm gonna talk about that so, in a second. We'll talk about that in a second. Don't so we're worry. we're in that we're in that era of basketball. But if you like you can compare the numbers, considering who Melo had to go against. Pause Melo will work Elgin Baylor, man. Man, thank man. I'm talking about sitting there. <laughs> Put Melo in a time machine against the Lakers back in the day, man. And Melo is sending Elgin Baylor to hell with the Isley brothers playing in the background, nigga. Like, man. Let's see. Elgin Baylor. Because I got to see like, how it like, All right. Elgin with Baylor was 6-5-2. Yeah, Melo's working. Yeah. I'm sorry. Melo's working him. Like, what are we? Man, Melo was Bella was a big small forward for his time in his time. Yeah, because yeah, Elgin Bella like, was 6'5", 225. Yeah. Melo so like, is 6'7". Well, he's listed as 6'7", 238. So. so let me let me do this. Let me do this, right? And this list was this list is outdated, too. But at the time this list was made, Elgin Baylor is 33rd all-time in scoring. He's 153rd all-time in assists. And he's 27th all-time in rebounds, right? All right, we go to Melo, right? At the time, at the time, Melo was ninth in scoring, 75th in rebounds, 88th in steals, and 197th in blocks. Now, I know them bigger numbers is like whatever, but when you think about how many players played in the NBA all time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean Elgin Bella. Nah, Elgin Bella got some crazy numbers. Don't talk. I like Elgin Bella. He got, might, I, yeah, Melo, Melo might have him though. It's literally because his last two years, he played thirteen years, but his last two years he played two games one year, man. and not the next. You know what it is? You know what it is? You know what it is? Uh, Zell. It's when a nigga. It's when a nigga pause. 
as you were saying. This is when a nigga spank you for a decade, dog. It's like I understand you was good, bro, but the, the nigga, the nigga Bill Russell spanked y'all every fucking year. Like they up the score on y'all every goddamn year, bro. Like, listen, all due respect to Elgin, Jerry, and that fraud. Uh, uh, I don't even want to say his name, number thirteen. But man. <laughs> Anybody trying to hear that shit, man? I know Earl. I know Earl's gonna call me like, brother, you being very disrespectful right now. You don't know what Elgin Baylor had to do to break down barriers and all that shit, man. I hear you, Earl, but nah, man. Like, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I feel I feel all that breaking down barriers stuff, but when it comes down to brass tags, man. Metal did it too. Right. And he working He working them. That nigga was playing Carpenters, man. These niggas were 82 <laughs> games they playing in the NBA. But All right. I'm going to tell you another. In the offseason, these niggas got regular jobs, man. They got CDLs and HVAC jobs, man. <laughs> niggas selling cars. Niggas selling Humvees. Humvees? These niggas today in the offseason, man, they getting ready for the next season. That nigga, was, that nigga was back in the day. That nigga, that nigga won the court and hoop, and then them niggas was going to the dealership so selling Buick, Buick Lucerne's and shit, bro. Like, hell going to Vietnam in, in two weeks. Yeah. Talking talk to niggas in the, in the hey, locker room. Like, yeah, you you know I, I can get you a good deal on that motherfucking, <laughs> on that Fleetwood, you feel you know me? what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey, coming out, hey, coming out some new shit. It's called a Firebird Transim. It's a bad motherfucker, man. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, hey man. Fuck with me. Fuck with me. Nah, you get you a signing bonus something. on the Thunderbird. You were going to say something. Because you my man, yeah, so I, I get see, you a couple of dollars off on that El Camino. Camino. Oh. <laughs> What'd what you say? I can't hear I'm gonna you. Put it, I'm going to put it in the prep. Okay. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I I ain't shitting on Buick Lucerne's, bro. I'm just saying, like, that's what them niggas was selling back in the day, bro. Niggas was like, they went around back in the day. Okay, all right, excuse me. No, I, I, I apologize. Cadillac DeVille's. You feel better now? No. Chevy trucks, nigga. Like, hey, man. Yeah, John, I know you a milkman, man. Yeah, man, you know, this will get you throughout the whole city, man. That motherfucker got 13 miles per hour. You ain't never seen no shit like that, buddy. Thirteen of them motherfuckers. <laughs> that motherfucker was selling Chevelles by Jamal. Was out there selling deuce and quarters, man. Talking about yeah. Hey, you know what's crazy? The same way we talking about these niggas, it's gonna be the same way these little kids is talking oh, about hell us. Hell yeah, yeah. Man, but fuck them little niggas. Like, that's like, <laughs> hey, 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 look, hey, 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 look. Our parents be doing the same shit to us when they talk about like, cause look, let me tell you, bro. My dad, rest in peace. Bruh, he did not want to hear shit, bro. Braun, Mello, none of them. You know why? Because he'd be like, Julius Irvin, mother- George Gervin, motherfucker. Like, I don't want to hear shit. <laughs> David Thompson. Niggas was dunking when dunking was illegal. Motherfucker, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Give a fuck about no black Jesus. Give a fuck about no three-point line. Word up. I ain't never been to the rugger, but if I did, I'd go see Earl Pearl. Nigga scored 40 points with no three-point line. You got to think, dog. My dad was born in 57, bro. So, shit. That nigga, when he was 18, bruh, he came up seeing these niggas. So, he probably he probably looking up, like, looking like looking down at me like, bro, 
Like, no. Like, if you don't, like, like Larry, I know I you could, what you're saying, but Elgin, yeah. I could talk to my father right this second for about 50 minutes on Earl of Pearl Monroe. If I, <laughs> hey, Pop, talk to me about Earl of Pearl real quick. Yeah. A good hour. Nah, bro, I'm talking about my dad. My dad used to tell me, like, man, I'm trying to tell you, like, you, you talking about all this LeBron shit. Man, I was a Sixers. Man, like, J- Dr. J, uh, Henry Bibby, you know what I'm saying? Kobe <laughs> Dad. Daryl Dawkins. He didn't even call him Daryl Dawkins. Chocolate Thunder, you know what I'm saying? Moses Malone. <laughs> Moses Malone. <laughs> Mm. Now, you know, I think we have the right to be like our parents because, like, we look at the last true generation of like outdoor hooping, like, when yeah. kids were actually outside. Yeah, it's all like you could go, like, you could go to Rucker, like, Zell, you could probably go to a local park in Baltimore and find like crazy hoopers. Like, in oh, New yeah. York, you could go to fucking West Fort and catch an NBA player just fucking around, like. Let me get a quick two-game run and get out of here. Same thing with like Rucker. Like, even this is before Dykeman, because now Dykeman is the, the, the court now. Like it was Westforth, it was uh Rucker, it was fucking soul in the hole in Brooklyn. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we don't got that no more, man. So like we were like the last of the Mohicans. And before y'all and remember before, the lockout yeah. when niggas was just running Ooh, around different yes. parts, just yes. bro. I was supposed to go. I was supposed to go to the I was supposed to go to um that night KG scored 66 and I couldn't. I was fucking pissed. I was so angry. I was I literally there was like yo KD gonna be there, whatever. And I think I forgot what happened, like why I couldn't go. Oh no, what happened was I had to work late. And I by the mm-hmm. time I like left Staten Island, like got home, got just got on the ferry, took the train all the way uptown, it would have been like the game, it would have been like 8 45 when the game ended. I was like, I was so fucking tight. I feel young and uh, I know we I know we was having connection issues earlier, but who's your top five and where does Melo rank in the top small fours all time for you? My bad, my bad is gonna put him at three, but realistically, I respect that. He's definitely in that six to ten range. Okay, okay, I can respect that. Oh man, for me. I do think they got that top four right. It's that number five that's where it's like, hmm. Because for me, I do feel like I got, honestly, on my shit, I got James Worthy higher than I do Elgin Baylor. I'm sorry. Like, I feel like James yeah. Worthy. I feel like if James Worthy went around Magic and, and Kareem and was on his own team, like how other guys were, I think we'd be talking about him more than we do as far as like the greats. He's and for him to still be mentioned as one of the greats with all the with literally arguably the greatest point guard and the greatest center of all time around him, too. Like, yeah, bro. Like that that's James, that's the real big game, James, not that fraud that be wearing uh Isaac Hayes fits. So or yeah. the other one that plays for Miami. I, I'm sorry. I say Melo maybe. Five or six, maybe. Cause I got it's really for me, it's really it's really between Mellow and Scotty. That's who it's really between. Yeah. It's yeah. really Mellow and Scotty. It's Brian. Yeah. Bird. Boom. Uh Katie. Katie. Oh, Katie. 
<laughs> I respect. I respect it, but I gotta put KD up there. Exactly. Now, that four is definitely LeBron, Larry, I gotta Larry Bird, Melo, and KD. I mean, Even Larry, LeBron, Bird, KD, and J, Dr. J. Those are definitely those, that's that's a lock for the four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah. the lock. Yeah, Bron, Bron, KD, and uh, Dr. J. That's Dr. four. Mm-hmm. Now is that's when we get to the is the it is it Pippen? Is it worthy? Is it Mello? Is it me? for me? It's between Pippen, Mellow, Worthy, and I would even say Dominique. Those are the ones that to me are interchangeable at five. And I don't think it's a wrong answer if you put them guys at five. All due oh. respect to Rick Barry, all due respect to Havlicek, all due respect in all seriousness to Elgin Baylor. But I think when you look at what Scotty, Mellow, Dominique Wilkins and James Worthy did. That should be the number five to me. So I'm gonna ask y'all a question: Dominique or Mello? I'm gonna say Mello. I've seen Do- Mello with Dominique. My, with my own eyes, Dominique. So. Dominique mm-hmm. was better as far as like defensively, but offensively, offensively, Mello's probably like. Number three on this small forward list behind LeBron, like right behind LeBron, honestly. Like, as far as like offensive yeah, ability, like offensive. just scoring, yeah. Because KD can score, but Melo, Melo used to put up 30 like it was nothing, dog. And it'd be like, bro, like hell, T Mac would be up there if we talking about just strictly scoring, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right, now I'm gonna ask y'all another question. I gotta take this call real quick, but is Color money is Mello the best to never win a ring? I'll be right back. Small forward, or who's the candidates? We got Barkley, we just got period, Dame. just period, not we just got, small forward, just period. We got Barkley, we got Dame, we got um, hmm, Ewan, we got Ewan, yeah, Dominique, we got he's um, up there. Quick, look at the 90s. Let's just rattle them that's off. J11? Yeah, that's the thing. He won two in a row. Yeah. Okay. In the early I, 80s. I think it was not, 82, 83. That's before my time, you feel me? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, because in the and 80s, also, it, was, it was in the 80s, it was the Lakers and Celtics. And then I think literally the 80s is the Lakers, the Celtics, and the two years the Sixers won in a row. I think that's the yeah. whole 80s right there. Let me double check that, though. Let me verify that. And then it uh, ended um, with the Pistons in 89. But, um, yeah, the piss is Yeah, I would say if not Melo, Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley. Yeah, because I oh, mean, other than Charles Barkley, it's who else? Uh, T Mac. T Mac. And but, but I think it was we already established that they behind Melo, T Mac. Yeah, feel me. And and I think T. Well, if it's like a situation where you, where your body didn't hold up, then. I, I can't Hill? put you on that list because that's for another reason. Yeah, like Brent Hill is another reason. But people that was able-bodied and just didn't, they just ran into hurdles. Barkley, Mello, Dominique, Dane. No, I think uh, Patrick Ewan is also on that list as well. It's like a shorter list. Actually, pardon me. The Sixers won one. They went to the finals twice. I think that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was the final slot. Yeah, they went to the yeah. Okay, the six they lost in nineteen eighty, 
No, they went to the finals twice. Lakers. They went. They lost. They lost the '82 to the Lakers, and then they swept the Lakers the next year. Which is I'll say, crazy. don't don't they have? I thought they had two rings, but I know they they no, played one, just one. Okay, all right. They, yeah, they lost to. They lost the first year they made the finals. They lost the second year that they made the finals in a row. They won. Yeah, because the, the first the first year, the first year is the year where Magic subbed in for Kareem at center, and yeah, then the they second year they fuck it. That's the second year is when you see uh, that clip of. Of Dr. J with the lighting that bitch up, yeah, yeah. Oh. When he had Michael Cooper in hell, yeah, uh, he yammed it on him like, yeah, because no, yeah, the, that's, the that's Lakers won in nineteen eighty, Boston won in eighty one, Lakers eighty two, Philly, Boston, Lakers eighty five. Yeah, yep, because it, it Wait, goes the only Boston, two teams, Lakers, Boston Lakers until Detroit. The only two teams that won in the eighty outside of them was the Lake, the Sixers at eighty three, and Detroit at eighty nine. Yep. That's it. The yep. whole eighties was Lakers, Boston, and Lakers LA. In the, yep. So, um, but yeah, I know I asked the question. I, I think Melo is the best to never win a ring for me. I mean, before, before it was T Mac, for me personally, because I just felt like T Mac. I hated how T Mac's career ended with the injuries and you know him having to do the shit he did. But Melo, mm. yeah, Melo, I think is up there because it's it's either Melo. I have a bias, but I think it's win. either Melo. I think it's either Melo or Iverson. Yeah, AI. You know I don't feel as bad for AI because AI actually went to the finals. Yeah. I think about guys that I think Melo, since he never even went to the finals, I think that's a damn travesty. Mm. So that's how I have mine. That sounds right. Yeah, because like Pat Ewing went. You know what I'm saying? AI went. Yeah. Um, T T Mac technically went, but we know that was some bullshit. Like, so but some of those when when AI went, that nigga had the fucking team on his back. Like, who uh, who else he right, had with him except Eric Snow? Stay right there, Tyrone Hill, mm. at Geiger, that Geiger, Roger George Bell. Lynch. That nigga got him. Aaron nigga, McKee. The nigga, dra- the nigga dragged the whole team all the way to the finals. Like, yeah, you expect him to. Drag him all the way to the finals and didn't win like against the West at that time. Dikembe Mutombo. Well, I felt I felt for Pat, like, yeah, I'm a Knicks fan, but now that I think about it, I'm like, bruh, the one year, there you go, the step over. The one year you had fucking why John you think Starks he stepped over for like 17. That? Oh, he had yeah, to. He had, he had to. to. He had to. He had to let him know what time it was. Like so he went two I'm- for 17. And you got 99. Well, 99 kind of doesn't count because Pat got hurt in the second round, I think it was. Yeah, but it's still he, like, he, bro, my bad. Because low-key, I think I think if Patrick stays healthy, I think the Knicks could beat the Spurs that year. I think It's so, just because the Knicks have Robinson and Duncan, and they're all fucking – the Knicks have with Chris Douglas, man. And you have Marcus Camby. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I, yeah. I would say Melo's the best in never run the ring. But, I mean, again – Y'all tell us in the comments, and you know, as y'all see, he's, he's up there, though. He's up there, though. I think he's up there. Think, All right, I think it's mellow, mellow or AI 1A1B. Then you got Charles Barkley, then you got Chris Paul, then you got players like uh, T Mac, Vince. I, yeah, I think uh Russell Westbrook because that nigga be going off. 
That's Westbrook and Harden are, are going. That we ain't thinking about it now because they still playing. But Westbrook and Harden is going to be in that conversation if they never get they one. Put, for sure. Westbrook putting up his numbers. So Harden especially with way. Westbrook, Westbrook and Harden winning MVPs, they definitely going to be in that conversation. You like, got John Stockton. I won't mention no. his tag team no, partner. The yes. other one, yeah, fuck yeah. him, fuck him. Mm. Shit, Gary Payton was almost in this conversation until his Gary last year. Payton. You know, yeah. uh, I'm gonna throw you another one that people don't talk about enough. To me, Chris Weber. Chris Weber was a dog in his prime, like so. Chris Weber is another one. Hell, Word. if we didn't pull off magic that one year, we Dirk would be like maybe number one in this shit. So yeah, like yeah, I, I feel you. Now, I'm going to ask y'all a better question. Winston going to love this one. So, color money is Carmelo Anthony. Oh, yeah. Is Carmelo Anthony the best one and done in NCAA history? Yes. Yes. I really want to say yeah off the top to pause, but I, I want to think about it and be honest before I just – Jump okay. out there and say, yeah. So I'm gonna name some one and dones off the top of the head that come to mind, right? You got Katie at Texas. You got Kyrie. Kyrie. Well, Kyrie only played a couple games, but he 11. was cold. But I, and listen, as a Duke, as a Duke, as a Duke one, right? fan, yeah, right. As a Duke fan, trust me, Kyrie is up there, but you got Zion, you got Youngin, you got Derrick Rose in Memphis. You got TJ Ford, I think was a one and done. You got, uh, I mean, it's so many of them now because it's that's the rule now. But just when I think of Anthony Derek Davis, Rose. Anthony Davis, um, Derrick Rose, I said Derrick Rose is already mentioned. Yeah, John Wall. I'm looking right now. Sharif Abdurrahim is one they've mentioned. Michael Beasley. Beasley, yeah, Beasley was a dog. I forgot Beasley Kevin Love was a fucking, one and done. Beasley, a fucking yeah. Dog. Him and Russell Westbrook were both one and dones. Yep. Anthony they were Davis both at UCLA. mentioned. I mean, Bleacher Report did a, a top ten in Carmelo's number one. I know. Yeah, yeah I think they have OJ Bale. That's why it's hard. That's why. That's why. That's why. I agree with Young. That's why I'm asking: Is there anybody that takes it because Melo ended up winning? No. He he won. He left. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm not even being funny when I say this. I'm just being personal. To me, if it's not Melo for somebody, I saw Derrick Rose. That nigga, listen, I know he didn't score like how Melo was scoring, but just the way he was a floor general that year and he was this close to, to having that ring, that, that championship, you know what I'm saying? It's close. I'm not going to lie. What Zion did at Duke was great. The only thing that takes away Zion at Duke is because he had RJ and he had Cam with him. You know what I'm saying? Melo had Hakeem Ward, but Melo really is the reason why they won that chip, you know. So I, I think it's hard not to make Melo number one. I think it's and hard with Zion's and what Zion's done since he's been in the league. See, I'm not counting the league, I'm talking about just strictly that one year in college, you know what I'm saying? 
Okay, I, I'm when you say one and done, I'm thinking like that one year you win the league, you come to the league, and then what you do in the league. Now I'm talking strictly just when you had a college, an NCAA jersey on, you know okay. what I'm saying? That's why I say D Rose and Zion and even Anthony Davis are up there. But and I know Anthony Davis won, right? Then he win a chip, or was that the year the Calipari won, or was it? I think so, but shit, I want to say they had they lucky had a loaded team. Oh no, he always had a loaded team yeah. in Kentucky. That's why they it's hard to. Uh, and uh, hey, look, that Syracuse team wasn't no hoe. You know what I'm saying? No. Like they weren't no hoe, but. Mellow was the reason why they Mellow, JJ McNamara, mm-hmm. Jerry McNamara, Hakeem Warwick. Hakeem Warwick. What's the other yeah. dude's um, name? Uh, Jerry McNamara, my bad. Uh, yeah, Hakeem Warwick. Yeah, it was Mellow, Jerry McNamara, Hakeem Warwick. Uh, fuck, what's that's that another name? guy. I can't remember his name. I'm it was Delaney and somebody else. I'm gonna check that. Let me check that lineup. That was a crazy year, bro, because he fucking was cool. Yo. Yeah, that 03, it's yeah, the 03 national championship. And again, keep in mind, like I had a, I had one of them uh notebooks like with the plastic cover on the front, you can slide your pictures and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. That Kim Ward joint, dunk yeah. nigga. You feel me? Yeah. Straight in front of it, you feel me? Like shout out to Ward, he because you know he ended up playing in Memphis. You know what I'm saying? Shout out, to yeah, Ward, he did play man. in Memphis. Mm, they drafted him. And, That's um, what. So the lineup was it was um Jay McNamara, McNamara Keith, 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 Keith Dwayne. Mm-hmm. That was the name, not Delaney. Dwayne, Hakeem Warwick, Mello, and Craig, and Craig Ford. Ford. Center. And that, and even on the other side, like Keith Langford and Aaron Miles were good too. But then you had literally Nick Aaron. Collison. Lit, Nick Collison God. and Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich was hitting everything. Kirk Heinrich. Dog, Kirk Heinrich was low-key J.J. Reddick before J.J. Reddick. And then J.J. Reddick came That's in and just – J.J. Reddick just came in Nigga. and just fucking – Kirk Heinrich. I went – my freshman year of college, I went – Wayne to Simeon, too, was on that team. That's a name for you, you but yeah. <sighs> Wayne my freshman year of college, I went to Maryland. Mm-hmm. You a college student, you can get tickets for yourself for, for free. Every basketball, football game, as long as you put it in on time, you feel me? Unless it was like televised, it might be hard to get those. But, nigga, yeah. going to them basketball games and seeing J.J. Reddick Crazy. fucking shoot out lights out, I got into so many arguments with people telling them that that nigga was nice. Cause they didn't want to accept it. Like, yo, that nigga come here and shoot our lights out. I mean, keep in mind, bro, y'all like, all right, the, the merit, I mean, you know, you know, we joke and we'd be like, you know, cause people call them like the twerps and stuff like that. Right. Like, but you gotta remember during that time period, like, didn't Maryland win, like, the year before that? Like, an 0-2 or they something like that? Because, bro, that, that team... That was the Dixon year. Bro, it wasn't even just one. It was Juan Dixon, Dixon Steve, Blake, Steve Blake. Michael, uh, uh, what was his name? John Gilchrist? Not even Kilt Gilchrist, bro. Was, look, it was Steve was Blake. Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie, Lonnie Baxter. 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 Oh, my God, bro. It was Lonnie Baxter. It was Baxter. Chris Wilcox. Like, bro, yeah, the Wilcox. Them that niggas was, was cold. That was three years before I went to college. I went to college. My first year in college was 05. Like, I don't say because Nelson James, James just ain't till down the line because that's on down when you got like 
because James just was there, and then you know later on they had like Grievous Vasquez mm-hmm. and guys like that. You know Grievous what I'm saying? Yeah. Because before before that O2 team was like you know Steve Francis and they LeBron had Prophet and, time when I was there. Yeah, Obina Exizi. Yeah, fam, this shit was crazy. But Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich was that dude, man. What shit, I remember. It's- I remember Texas. Remember, I remember that Texas game because like Royal Ivy was like the best defender in the country. He fucking cooked his ass. Yeah, and, 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 gave him thirty three. Was it thirty three and fourteen? I think it was. Yeah, and TJ Four was like the top point guard in the country. Like, we thought TJ Four yeah, was going might have went number one that year. Like I don't have you know who I seen cook. Hmm? I you know who I seen cook like with my own two eyes like cook oh. every time I seen him. Fucking Jared Dudley. Oh, I At bet. Boston, Ooh, Boston College. Oh, I bet. That yeah, nigga he was cooking. Coming down. Was it was cooking. Jared Dudley. Yeah, some other Who's the point guard? I don't even know who else was with him. Oh, All my I know God. What was his name? He, oh. he had the braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit, he wanted. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Maryland's Rice. That's wasn't, what it was. Wasn't Maryland still – was that Big East Maryland was that ACC Maryland? ACC. Yeah, yeah, because that's when because yeah, y'all moved to the big east because we used to play we y'all just moved all to the, the big time. east like a couple years ago. Yeah, we used to play y'all all the time. Um, yeah, you know, you know, Jared Dudley is hilarious because how the fuck is like that nigga was young and his name was Junkyard Dog, like that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> um, let me see, I'm trying to see that 06 roster that had him on there because you had. Um, was it Tyrese Rice? Tyrese Rice, yes. He had the headband. He used to. He was a lefty. He used to fucking. He used to take wild ass shots, bro. That motherfucker's like Isaiah. Thomas it was Tyrese. It was Tyrese Rice, and it was. You know who else it was? It was Sean Williams because you had Sean. No, Shawnee Williams played for the Tigers. This was just regular Sean. Right, Sean yeah, yeah, Sean Woody, he played for Memphis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah Shawnee played for the, for the Tigers. Yeah, because he was – that was like – that was um that was the Rodney – that was the Rodney Carney years, Jeremy Hunt, guys like that. Funny enough, y'all going to laugh, but Jeremy Hunt brother is my barber, funny enough. So, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Small, small. Jeremy Hunt's brother – Jeremy Hunt that played for the Memphis Tiger. His brother is my barber. Yeah. So shout out to my dog. Um, he fuck with he he been wanting to get on the podcast too, but I'll tell y'all about that off air. That nigga's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he wanted and shout out to shout out to my dog, Andre, man. All right. Now I'm gonna ask one last question as we wrap up here, man. All right, and then Winston, one more color money for me. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite mellow jersey and your favorite mellow shoe? Oh fuck. <laughs> There's so many. Where do we start? I'm gonna get mine out the way. It's gonna be mellow Syracuse mellow jersey. And for mm. shoe, even though it, in hindsight it looks like a Jordan 12, but fuck it, I'm gonna say mellow threes. Mellow three was a good shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Mellow one is probably the best, but personal favorite is three because I had them. Like, yeah, I had the gray Jones. It was the because it was the Denver colors. It was the gray with the, the white gray, and the baby blue. blue. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Winston? Legendary. Um, I'd probably just say, what, the 5.5. 5.5 put put up numbers. That was a good shoe. Good shoe. All right. And what was your favorite jersey? Um, The dark blue, the Nuggets cursive, yellow cursive. Okay. I still got that. That's my shit. That's that one. Yeah. Just wanted to say the AEW is ass. That's all. Fuck. I mean, he didn't lie. He did not lie. That's not what I was saying with the fuck for. My nah. phone just, the volume just came up on my phone. No, I know, but I'm just saying, he wasn't lying, but I mean, you know. Nah, yeah, he wasn't lying. All right, it's all good, though. But yeah, Youngin, uh, favorite me- mellow jersey, favorite mellow shoe. No, they got the hype, but I actually had a pair on when they first came out, so the one and a half. And. The jersey, the same one went to see it. That dark blue jersey. Okay. Now the one and a half is fire. Uh, he didn't hit, hit them first couple of shoes was did not miss at all, like at all. It, it went until they got into the later numbers where that shit was crazy. And funny enough, me and my homeboy uh, that I went to school with, um, I'm, I'm I'm dropping names today, but uh, Shawty Red's little brother. Uh, <laughs> he had the mellow 1.5s and like cause like we used to have this thing like he was a big he, I was a mellow guy too but like I was a LeBron guy so like I would have the LeBrons he had the mellows and shit so like he had the 1.5s I had the LeBron 2s that he just brought back out this year the USA colors like the you know it's a white yeah. with the dark blue yeah so cause it, it matched our school colors so like that's why I ended up getting them at the time and um but yeah, he used to hoop in the mellow 1.5s. Like school colors is navy blue, and he hooping in, in white and baby blue <laughs> mellow 1.5s, dog. So yeah, no, that's a that's a good one. All right. Mellow point five, yeah. All right. So <laughs> only one left is you, Nelson. Last right. one left. For Jersey. Mm-hmm. I got I got all of them. I know. <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm not going to go Knicks bias here, even though mm-hmm. I want to, because, like, the Knicks mellow jersey is just a classic. But um, I'm going to say the powder blue. The powder blue Nuggets. Nike, The powder blue Nuggets Nike swingman went, went triple platinum in the streets. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say the powder blue um, mellow jersey from Denver. Sneaker wise, it's tough because, like y'all mentioned, his actual sneakers, and I wanted to kind of do a PE thing too. I kind of thought somebody would mention a, a PE from him because he has a lot. Because like, bro, he has the two, the twelve, the twelve. Um, shit, he had. There's a picture, and it's funny because somebody brought it up where they were like, "Bro, I will pay anything for this shoe," and he had a Jordan ten. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you wore them on the court. But he had a Jordan 10 that's like it literally says like Carmelo 15 on the tongue, and it was white. It was in the Nuggets colors. Mm. Um, he had a couple in Syracuse. I think he had a he used to wear the Jordan 9 in Syracuse too. Um, but if I had to pick a mellow shoe, what's the check your text message in a second? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the 1.5 because the 1.5 has three colorways I love, which are the black and powder blue. 
Mm-hmm. I love that fucking that colorway is crazy. Mm-hmm. The Syracuse color, the white and orange, and then he came out with a Knicks one when he came back when he got traded to the Knicks, where they retroed it for like a ten year anniversary. Um, and he had those, but the five point five is a good shoe. And for basketball, the ten was an incredible shoe. But the problem was, um, I had the year of the horse colorway. If you could search that after, yeah, that black and powder blue is undefeated. Um, that one right there, and the white, blue, and orange is fire too. But yeah, he had a mellow tent. It was like the year of the horse color. It was like black, and then like the middle of the shoe was like a bunch of different like colors. Mm-hmm. And that sneaker was comfortable to open. But um, the fucking outsole had the airbag. It used to like protrude, so you could break the sole. Yeah, I was gonna say so Winston. Like, I do not when see I was, it. Like I said, your message when I, was, I don't see it. I'm sorry. Huh. Now you good. Yeah, now the airbag ripped oh, yeah. when I was it, it got exposed so like I couldn't hoop in them no more because I don't I didn't want to break them, but yeah, nah. yeah, that was a yeah, definitely. But if I had to pick I'm gonna pick a PE mm-hmm. for just just for shits and giggles. Um I'll probably say I'm gonna say the twelves. Okay. The white the white and powder blue twelve is is fucking those, those were crazy. But like his two is fire. Like I don't like twos like that. But like that's a two I would buy. I, I love twos. It's just and that two sold out crazy. You have to you have out. to get the right colorway in the twos, and that's why I like the uh, the Union twos because they reminded me of them. They were just like an alternate version of them to me. But nah, I ain't gonna lie. Between as far as like one point fives go, this is probably my favorite one right here. This one, like, bruh. I like that color, but then I remember seeing the black and blue at NBA Street V three. I said I fucking yeah. need those. These jumps right here, though, man. Like I, I, I'm getting those are memories right there, dog. So yeah, no, shout out to, shout out to Mellow, man. Um, if you pull up the Mellow Ten, I could show you the colorway. Uh, it was the year of the horse. If you if you pull like why? Oh, now that's Jordan One. It was hard too. Nobody talks about yeah. that. Here's Jordan One, the the black and gold joint. Uh, Not a blue. The, yeah. Wait, you just saw them. Hold on. Go down one. Those right here, okay. Yeah, the black with the like the whole crazy shit in the middle. Those shits were comfortable, dog. Like I used to love hooping in those. Yeah, no. that was my shoe for like a whole damn near like six to eight months, but then it fucking ripped. I mean, I could tell they were probably good hooping shoes. By this point, though, I was trying to wear shit just to quote unquote look good. So yeah, nah. But I feel yeah, because they yeah, because like because this. This is like kind of the time where like they started to make his sneakers kind of like whatever Jordan model was out, and that's why like those mm-hmm. tens are similar. To, I think it was the twenty eight or something. Either twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah, the 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 tech was like very similar. Yeah, nah, yeah, shout out to, I say. Go ahead, go ahead, Zell. Uh, I bet. No, but go ahead. I say for me, for the jersey, the white Denver joint. That's the one that I was had. My shit. That's the only yeah. mellow jersey I ever that's, had. It was the Nike. That's the one with the, back in the day that the when when niggas was copying jerseys and shit. You feel me? Like the dumb big joints. You was copying your jersey in a size 52, 56. You feel me? The dumb big joints. Yeah, nah, yeah. they didn't make it no better because I, I was I was always scrawny, I, so like them shits just used to look like my big brother jersey and shit, man. But hey, that was that was, was, that was like the time. Though. Me. 
That shit was like a dress on me, my nigga. Yeah. A fucking 56. White and blue metal jersey. And then I throw that shit down with the, I think it was the 5.5s, all white. Because mm-hmm. on the inside, it's a Myrtle. Myrtle oh. Avenue or some shit on the inside. That's the only reason why I fuck with them. I got you. Other than that, I can't lie. I really didn't fuck with metal shoes like that. Nah, he got a couple. That's the thing. He's he's one of probably the last people that had like a signature line that had like a couple of good fire ones in there. And then ever, ever since, it's just been like, if I'm talking about as far as like I can wear these out in public, like for casual wear, not for hooping purposes. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he's one of the last few that had those. So yeah, but that's all I had in middle school. I'm pretty sure Young gonna probably agree. Too like that's that's what was that was the middle school jumps like them and LeBron's like I definitely have those fours. Yeah, I didn't I have had, that weird angle. I didn't have the weird angle strap though. I think I got the oak. I like black, red, and yellow. Yeah, I had because I got the I got the for cheap. Yeah, you know, like I had, the Nike yellow, and my dad just was like, "Yeah, get them." Yeah, I just had the, uh, <laughs> the. I just like the threes was the main ones I remember because the damn suede used to get so dirty, and I was like, right. at the time I was young, I didn't. That was me really learning about suede shoes because it's like before that I don't think I really had suede shoes like that. So that was like that was crazy. So yeah, but as we get out of here though, I will say. There's no better way for me to wrap up this show than to do a special, special color money clip of the week, Carmelo Anthony edition. You know what I'm saying? So um, let me uh, let me bring up. We got a few clips from uh, from the guys. So let me see which also, one I want. When we get to the clips, I also want to give him credit because he. He is the reason why people decided to wear Jordan 19s. So, yeah, I can I can see that. And that 18 sure. what was that the 18.5? 18. I would say really 18.5. For me, for me, it was the 18.5. The 19 for me, that was the unofficial Jason Kidd shoe to me. Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. That's also true. Yeah. All right. So let me get the. All right. But yeah, they had the M. Yeah, the M. The M. One. The M, I had the first, the one point five, the five point five, and the in f- the four. And then yeah, let me later let on. Me. I ended up buying the ten when I was in. I think I was like just out of college. When, no, actually, yeah, I was just out of college when I had the ten. Yeah, let me put these on mute just so that YouTube don't clip us and all that. But uh, man, I'm gonna start off with Youngin, and yeah, this is. Yeah, this shit here. Hold on, let me uh put it on the big yeah. big screen. Mallo definitely had niggas wearing them eighteen point five and them nineteen. Yeah, two had the little reverse <laughs> cop between. Oh, excuse me, bounce, crash, base, pump, knockdown, bounce, get up there. Hey, excuse me, stupid. He punched on. Turn around, mid ranger. Bang bang. Drop step, lay. Mellow drop steps be mad aggressive though. Hold on, off the backboard, miss. Hey, I got you. Rip through, bump. Lay, that's a big body. Knockdown. Oh. Hey. Rip through, one jump a spin move, shell bump, out the back. This board. right here, cross, has he spin move, chill. Knockdown, bang. Yo, I remember this game. Dime, oh chill, cross, <laughs> hold on, uh, one, two, hold. Watch your head, brother. Skip to that leg, one, two. Watch how he slow down. Out of there, oh my God. Hey. They say Yo. I don't play defense? Hold on, 
Shh, give me that, Brian. Hezzy, bye bye, other side, right? Catch that, I need this. Oh, this is Dead. Oh, Dead. Dead. Yeah, Melo. Y'all know Melo is special. Bounce that, spin five minus three. Two. I don't want to say. I remember that day he blocked LeBron and Twitter was going fucking crazy, bro. Like that was, I remember that game. Nah, that Brandon Bassman was insane, bro. He had him in jail. Yeah. So we got that one, and then of course we got the classic. You know what I'm saying? We got. Come on, man. If this next one, I got one. If this next one, oh, I got one too. I oh, say, send, send I give you the Twitter send if you wanted to put it up. Send it to you. Yeah, it'll be easy for me to. Uh, yeah, IG, send it to me. Yeah, either way. Either right, one, bro. Easter Sunday. This was Easter Sunday. I remember this game like it was yesterday, dog. Went to my aunt's house with a ride across the street. I was watching this game with my. It was it really was me, my pops, my uncle, my cousin. But then my mom and my aunt were watching this shit because she heard Mike Brain fucking screaming. Look at this shit. Same, same shot, same spot. And on this, and on Lord Dang again. This one was low key and one too. Cash. Dog. Still was a problem, man. Like this, I, I don't I think I think people really don't understand, like, bro. Like, I know that we're going to be remembered for the LeBron era, but, like, Melo is Melo, dog. Like, it's just he don't have the rings to say otherwise. But, like, if you take that bullshit out of and just look as an individual player, like, I'm sorry. Like, this is why I have Melo in my top five small forward all time. Like, bro, like, all due respect to Elgin Baylor, but, bro, like, this was this was crazy. And, again, I'm a – I'm a D Rose guy. I'm a LeBron like bro, but Melo was that dude, bro. Like you can't. Nah, Melo, Melo, Melo was like the, the Melo was the, the the people's champ. Yeah, that's yeah. that's basically yeah. that's the best way to say. Melo like, was the people's champ, man. Like Melo was was is the people's champ, man. That's why we is, having man. a whole episode about it. Like you know what I'm saying. And then this this next one, bro. I don't know if you remember this one, Trey, but this shit here was crazy, bro. Oh my. Goodness, greatest! I, I watched this game live. Dog, just watch this man cook. Like all jumpers, cash. Fuck out of here, Haslam. I remember this game because they this game was hyped. Cash. This game was hyped because I think they were they were on a winning streak, and then I remember that he had like they were like fifty three, and they had like they were already in the playoffs. And like this game was hype because like the Knicks were streaking. They had they like got themselves into a top seed, like a mm -hmm. higher seed, and they thought fucking D Wayne and LeBron were gonna play, and they didn't. And mm -hmm. Melo still played. He could have rested. He's an like, oh, I'm playing that he he did this, bro. Again, when you hitting like that, you gotta keep passing that nigga the ball. Look, thank you. Shane Batty ain't who fuck out of here. Look at that. Look at that baseline off the Shane Batty ain't off, no whore neither. No cash. Kept cooking, dudes. Cash. Listen, he gave you 50 on all jumpers, bro. Now, one point in the paint. Jumpers. 62. Then they gave you 62. No assists. He did have 13 rebounds and no turnovers. So, huh? 
But it's Carmelo. I, if Carmelo, I know says I don't give a shit. It's Carmelo Anthony, dog. I'm sorry. Fuck it. Cash and one. Hey, man, do look, look. Where, where are you going? Niggas ain't even chop with him. Oh, they still not- it up on the floor. That's fucking crazy. This is fucking wild. Cash again? <laughs> Come on, so what are we doing, bro? Just cooking it like the three to the dome. Listen, the three to the dome is a is a cultural celebration. Yeah, <laughs> and one and two again. Fucking talking. Uh, LeBron was mad as a motherfucker. Oh, fuck oh hell yeah. That's that's how that shit Supposedly he, he took that shit personal that he sat out because like he wanted to play like he wanted to play. Fuck Because they were right. they were like I, I remember they were talking about this. You know, oh, it was gonna be a big deal because it was on national TV and then he sat out. He was like, oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna push we're not gonna, we're not gonna pay pussy. Hold on, we're not gonna put down black men today, but I am gonna say. We're gonna have a conversation in retrospect one of these days about how sassy LeBron and D Wade were in Miami, but we gonna talk about that another day. Now, oh man, this next one, this don't, was don't have me on that episode because uh, uh, we gonna uh, you, you got I might you say a word. Down. Nah, I might right, say never mind, word. never mind, <laughs> never mind, never mind. Nope. <laughs> Now bringing the ball up is Ogachi. Yeah, it's my shit. First, we gotta come back from hood, but I'm saying that. I got it. Fuck out of here. You gotta fuck out of here. And Anthony clears on the. He saw an opportunity. Good work. Williams. And hard off the heel. Swings it over to Sharich. It's a good one. I got it. Fuck out of here. Gary Harris, long range. Nope. That's it. I got it. It's a mind game kind of Low key, I took that shit. Like, I would have said I got it, forgot it, but that whole rebound, like, all right, here's the ball. Look at it, I got it. Look at it, I got it. I'm about to start yelling, I got it, fuck out of here. Yeah. Now, um, I'm not going to hold you. I think if I play the Ned Declassified Zone, I think YouTube might get me out of here because mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh, sure. you're playing a T. I, I, no, listen. You remember when I played fucking. 30 seconds. What was it like? I, I didn't even play that long of Borat, and they were like, nah, fuck you. Like, yeah. Oh, wait, because the thing is, we played it on that episode. I, that episode did not get clipped. We'll talk off air. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk off air. But I do have one clip that I think will suffice. And I think this is oh, yeah. a perfect way. There, to, there was a lot, man. I I, I was gonna play the. I wanted to put the Carmelo forty-two and seventeen against Boston. Nah, I think, but then I, I got PTSD from Jared Jeffries fucking up that game. So I think, uh, nah, I, I think mean, this will. I would have shut the. I would shut this podcast off. I think this also, will suffice. Good. I think this will suffice just enough. I think this works. this, this works. That's Kyrie and Jimmy. Yep. Making my way downtown, walking fast, chasing. I 
Is that the Marta Rosen? That's the Marta Rosen. Look at Katie. Look at Katie. Look at Harrison Balls in the back. I, I remember this clip, bro. I feel like mellow. I don't even know these words. No. All right. Let's be real, bro. We having fun with this shit. You know, damn well in his mind, mellow is like, nigga, I'm, about, I'm trying to take some hoes right now. Like, what is y'all niggas doing? <laughs> Not the thing. Nah, he might have missed a lot. Of after, after, then, 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 and I want you, then, 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 and I need you. I don't know no more. Yeah, bro. Why are y'all going this hard? And then, and then look, and that's where that's where I'm sitting, like metal. Like, dude, uh, I don't know shit. Like, yeah. why do y'all niggas know the rest of this shit? And then you gotta I think too. None of that shit. And you gotta think too. That speaker is right next to him, dog. So he just like, bro. <laughs> Like he literally sitting there praying, the like is, God like, land you this know, plane. Like <laughs> you know, you know, Jimmy Butler got raised by his uh Caucasian parents. You feel me? So it it makes sense for him to know this shit. But, but yeah, mellow, nah. And of course, nah. of course, there is one more nah, iconic. This was, this was a classic clip, though. There, there's there's one more iconic mellow thing I can't leave out, man. And like I'll I'll have to uh That was a good clip I never seen before. Nah, Which, you never seen this clip? Nah. Nah, that's a classic. Yeah. But nah, this one it's not a clip per se, but this, this might, might be my new fucking whatchamacallit. This is this might be the cover of this episode, man. Like bruh, man. That might this, be my new this, avatar. This oh, right yeah, here. This <laughs> Shout out to shout out to Mariana with the with the with the tweet, man. Mellow off a, a couple of pools of sour that Henny ready to jeopardize it all. Nigga, what? Mellow's. A couple pools of that sour? No, nah, what? Said, no pools. I don't need no Look at look at my brother. Look, look at my brother in the back. My brother in the back, like bruh, mellow. Please don't do it. Don't do it, man. <laughs> but that, Yo, nigga, nah, no. If I'm off a couple pulls, couple pulls of the sour, and Rihanna looking like that, I'm looking the same way Melo looking. Dog, it's the it's the if fact that he worse. got on the he got on the Kazels with the bow tie, dog. That's what's really fucking the shit up. Like them yeah, big ass yeah. '80s Dougie Fresh Kazels, dog. Like that's what's making it funny. You remember shit. when he went to the bodega in the in the bathroom in the room? Yes, yes. <laughs> Real aggressive, but, dog. Uh, yo, so as we as we wrap up here, man, one more time, big shout out to Melo, man. Like, slow clap, man. Oh man, but I just want to we... say, man, the NBA is a suspect, and so them white boys that stared at Texas Instruments calculators all day. Y'all are the reason why Melo did not play a year and a half. But y'all gonna get your day one day. It's all good. But Zell, before we get up out of here. Is there anything you want to plug? You know, say anything you got coming up, you know, where people can find you. Uh body more bottles, wherever you social media at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever. 
Body More Bottles. I'm going live tomorrow early for the Memorial Day. I'm doing some cooking on the grill, so I'm going to be letting y'all know what I'm drinking throughout the day. So okay. tap in with me. You feel me? Yeah, we need that M that ME70, you know what I'm saying? No flavor <laughs> recipe too. I'm yeah. 62 points. Yeah. Something. <laughs> I'm, I'm outside all day tomorrow. I'm 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 grilling and I'm giving y'all what type of drinks y'all might need for your cookout, your your barbecue, whatever you like to call it. You feel me? Yeah, your, your sure. picnic, whatever. Sure, we're gonna need I'm doing that. that all day tomorrow. It might be one, it might be 17. I don't know how many lives I'm going, but for sure, for sure. All right, man. Well, again, we appreciate you coming through, Zell. You know, you family, you know, what I'm saying you had nah, to I appreciate y'all for inviting me, man. Yeah, man. If y'all listening to this, man, again, we are not here, quote unquote, live on Thursday, so we will see y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? But stay tuned to the Show Your Work Patreon. It's only $3, man. Only three. In the words of Nelson, inflation has gone up, but $3 is still $3. The price has never changed. You know what I'm saying? All three of y'all. All three of y'all, man. For $3. For $3. So y'all stay tuned to the Patreon. Y'all follow, like, follow, subscribe, like, share, comment, Tag a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. You know, the Discord, it's in the bio, man. It's in the podcast description. It's in the YouTube description. We we literally are about to head to the Discord when we get done with this because the Discord has been and live all week. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to get in the Discord, then go ahead and pay that $3 and get in the, on the Patreon. Bang! You know what I'm saying? That's all we got, man. Again, King Murphy Media, appreciate you. Nelson, appreciate you. Young and appreciate you. Zell, appreciate ooh, you ooh. as always, man. And you like that, man. We are out. We will see y'all week after next. Things might look be a little different when we come back, but it's still the same. Show your work, man. Yo. Stay mellow. Stay mellow. Stay mellow. Whoa.